Hi, Signature Associates and friends. Welcome to the Signature Edge Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you design an uncommon and impactful career in the business of healthcare. Together, we are making a difference for our clients by lowering the rising costs and administrative burdens associated with great care. Engage with us as we spotlight big ideas to discover an uncommon you through leadership, teamwork, and focus on the healthcare industry. Think deeply, commit fully, and take yourself to the next level of performance. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to The Edge. Today, I have the privilege of sitting down with Ken Rosa, who's an operational manager operating in the C4. He's an exceptional human being, someone that we have a shared background and fondness for seeing uh, strengths in people and seeing the best in others. Ken, welcome to The Edge. Why, thank you, Mark. Hey, Ken, before we get going, can you give just a little bit about your background and, and how you came to Signature Performance? Sure, absolutely. So I worked at Gallup um, in our call centers for five years between the roles of being basically an operations manager and also a location lead, um, having been responsible for the center and interviewers and making sure we met metrics and gathered the opinions of Americans all over the country. Um, also worked a lot in strengths with Gallup and all that and engagement, making sure that our team members were as engaged in their strengths as possible and engaged overall to provide the best service they could when they were doing those surveys and surveying Americans all over the country um, and doing all types of other polling, et cetera, for clients. Um, and actually gotten in here with a guy that I had worked with for five years at Gallup named Kevin Slater. Been here about six months so far, and it's done just an amazing experience. That's such an interesting background, and I don't want to miss the opportunity. Here's a question for you. Um, how does strengths help you figure out and do high impact work every day? So that's a great question, Mark. So when you're working in your strengths and you're doing things that are high impact and make you feel good, you know, you're on top of the world. So for me, like my top two are restorative and strategic. So for me, it's all day long, um, not looking to make problems, um, which sometimes people think with restorative, but it's looking for what's out there that can be better. Like how do I solve problems and what's the strategy behind it? And then using my number three, which is my relator for how do I pull people in to help out with that? Because I can't be the expert on everything. I can try to be, but that's just not going to work. So Putting those three strengths together makes it so every day when I get up in the morning, I need to be doing something high impact or I'm not motivated. So the great thing is here at Signature with getting to take care of veterans who are those that give everything for us, we get the chance to do that high impact work and take care of that population. Everything we do is high impact because we're in healthcare and we're helping to take care of veterans and they gave everything for us. So we need to make sure that they're taken care of at the end of the day and anything we can do. Yeah, that's that's great. And as you've used strengths now for, for a number of years in your career, um, have you seen it impact performance um, on a day-to-day -day basis? Absolutely. Um, people knowing their strengths, especially their top five, knowing you know what they're inclined to do, where they're motivated to, where they're pushed to, and being able to find how that fits in whatever job they have, whether it be at Gallup or here at Signature or in any other job, um, having your top five fit what you're doing 
in, in that combination and knowing where your quote unquote niche is, is huge and engaging and motivating for individuals when they realize like, yeah, I'm really inclined with this and that, and I'm really motivated when I'm working in this area, having a leader or manager or somebody that can push them to say, yeah, let's get you more over there. Let's have you work more in your strengths just creates that motivation and engagement because no matter what job you do, you can find how it fits your strengths and how it fits you. You just have to find a way to move more into that area or have somebody that nudges you in that way. When I think about doing high impact work and, and this commitment, this attribute, I think that it's an advanced skill. It's, it's not the first thing we learn as we're coming up in the organization, like how to do high impact work. And there's a difference between doing good work and doing great work. How do you sort that out in your day-to-day so that you can stay focused on what's most important? As it says in the book, good to great, like good is the enemy of great, right? So if I'm just worried about doing good today, I'm never gonna do great. So for me, high impact work means what can I do that has the biggest impact on my team so that my team then goes out and performs the best when they deal on the front line with the providers and the veterans to have them taken care of. So a lot of it's looking at what does my team need today? Um, do I need to get with certain individuals individually and work on, you know, some pieces? Does my team, you know, need something else from me? Is it an email? Have we been struggling with something? Do they just need like a bad Ken joke, like in the chat to motivate them for the day? Because like, it's just one of those days where the calls have just been rough. So I think doing high impact work, everybody thinks like, okay, I'm going to go in today. I'm going to do this huge project that's going to move the company. It high impact is what does your team need at that time? Or even breaking it down is what do those individuals need today? What do they need wow. in these five minutes? Did something outside of work happen for somebody on your team that just was not great? Do they just need you to call them and say, hey, I'm here? Um, all of those type things create the impact on those individuals, keep them engaged and highly engaged individuals and highly engaged teams are going to do high impact work, whether you tell them to or not, it's just going to move them in that direction. And say, let's just kind of look at your strategies to get ready for the day. What does Ken do to get ready for the day, to prepare yourself mentally to do high impact work so that you can position your team to do their best work? For me mentally, um, the best thing I can do is first of all, uh, get up on time, not hit that snooze, not take the extra five, 10 minutes, because then if I feel like I'm rushed, to get out the door, to get my daughter to school, to not give her a hug. My mindset's already like I'm in a crazed mode, right? And I have to be that piece of calm and peace and how do I want to say tranquility for my team. Yeah. Um, and if I'm not that when I get to work or when I start my day, if I'm in a reactive mode and not a proactive mode, I'm not doing them any good. Honestly, for me, when I get to work, it's looking at my team and what's going on and what do they need from me first? Because no matter what I've got on my agenda, they come first. So I could have 45 great things that I'm going to do today or just one great thing that I think I'm going to do today. If I don't take care of my team, it doesn't matter what's on my list. So they come first and then in between there, um, it's you know hitting my list of what I need to do that day and trying to be proactive for what do I need to do to make sure my team's set up for success tomorrow. 
Awesome, Ken. Well, Ken, that that's really impressive, and I and I thank you so much for the work that you and your team is doing for Signature Performance. Um, I, I I know that I speak for veterans when I say thank you too. It's just an important job, and the role that you're playing is crucial for helping us achieve our mission and vision of improving the health of our clients' business and making the lives of those we work with better. You are someone, Ken, that I respect. And I see doing high impact work over and over by putting people first and always keeping the client out there. And so thank you so much for your time. And thank you um, for sharing about strengths and how you've utilized those over the time. I, I respect and appreciate your background in that. Thank you, Mark. It was an absolute pleasure. And it's all about the team. They're the ones that are on the phones with those veterans and those providers every day. I just get to be here to support them. So they're the ones doing all the great work. Well, welcome back, everyone, and thanks for listening to The Edge. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Ken Rosa. Uh, I found it particularly uh, interesting in his approach in doing high-impact work. Uh, I'd like to uh, introduce to you my co-host for today, Amy Hennings and Chris Woodhouse. Team, it's good to be together again. Hi, Mark. Hello, Mark. Hello, everybody. Great to be here with you guys. It's always so fun when we get to hear the associate's voice and we get, you know, looking at another tenant of the signature way. Um, I think these are important tenants. And when it comes to doing high impact work, that's one that we can't just brush off. I think it's an advanced leadership skill. As we get into today, would someone kind of walk us through this tenant and bring our listeners up to speed? Well, Mark, that's a great question. And I think doing high impact work is such a key part of being part of Signature. And I think high impact work to me is making sure you're working on the right things. And it's when you're, whatever your role is, is that you're doing everything you can to help everyone around you succeed and to make sure your work is aligned with our business objectives and with where the company's headed. Yeah, I really like that statement. I know regardless of my role, whether it's client facing, leading a team or on the front lines, I'm a business leader who focuses on doing high impact work. Ken, as a manager, brought some really good points to the conversation. And he really talked a lot about setting his team up for success by allowing them to make a high impact contribution in their roles. Yeah, I really enjoyed what Ken had to say. You know, the thing that stuck out to me the most was he was always on the lookout for the need, right? What's the need that I can fulfill? And, you know, that's what he would pursue. This person needs a little encouragement. This person needs some training. This person needs whatever it is, you know, and he's making a direct impact into how they can perform and how they address things that they're interacting with. So uh, I thought that was great that for us to make high impact, we have to figure out where the impact is needed. Well, and another thing Ken did was figured out what his team needed by looking at each one's strengths. And I think in a strength-based culture, like we aspire to have here at Signature, I think that's such a key piece and really knowing and understanding the strengths of your individuals, because everybody at different times need different things. And I thought that that was really wise. I really appreciated Ken's background too, team, coming from Gallup right? Because it's one of those things where you walk the walk and talk the talk. And Ken is one of those leaders who really does follow up and follow through on trying to identify those attributes or strengths in each one of his teams and helping put those to work. I think it's probably the number one question I get as kind of the 
organizational strength coach is like, how do I actually use strengths in this setting? So let me ask you two this question. How do you use your strengths in helping you set up for high impact work? So my number one strength is relator, which uh, Mark, I know we have that in common. And I think it's it's very helpful for me to, to go deeper with people and really build those relationships and cultivate that trust, which as I think you also mentioned is not necessarily the easiest thing for us to do. But, um, you know, that's, that's the type of thing that when you're building those relationships and then working together to accomplish things, I really enjoy that. It's very fulfilling and it, it really helps me to stay motivated, stay encouraged, and I think be able to share some of that with the, those that I'm working with. For me, I use my developer strength a lot where I can help people become better and really find a lot of fulfillment into pouring into people. And so that's one of the things where I love helping people find their way to high impact work. I think that that's, um, I just, I just love that. So that's probably the strength I love to use. Not my maximizer, like we talked about other ones. That's right. Another one. Not that one. Uh, thank you for sharing, team. And I think it's really important that that we focus on being able to point our talent at specific organizational challenges, problems, opportunities, whatever you have it. Because when you act within your strengths, you do become a force to be reckoned with. You become much more engaged and much more efficient. But there's another attribute to the conversation with Ken. And that was an attribute attribute of being motivated by the mission. It's powerful when you apply it to your daily work, right? Because I think it's easy for us to get stuck in a grind of, oh, I'm processing another claim or oh, I'm taking another phone call or when in reality it's, oh, I'm helping a veteran or, oh, I'm helping a veteran's family member. I'm, I'm making a difference in someone's life. And really the function of what you're doing doesn't change, but when you change your perspective and you change that viewpoint of I'm fulfilling the mission, it really does just change your joy in what you're doing and how you're able to function on a daily basis. Well, building on that, Chris, I think the ability for a company to focus on their mission and how they respond to that is a key differentiator in business. And there's a lot of good businesses that solve a problem, but the great businesses are so mission focused. Everyone on the teams looks for ways to live out that mission in bigger ways. And that creates a differentiator in the marketplace. And that's the, I think the difference between good organizations and exceptional organizations. Really focusing on that mission will help you do high impact work, which is gonna help you have different work and then your work's going to feel different to your clients. And that's ultimately what we want. I think it's really uh, fulfilling for us too, right? Like, you know, yeah. processing a claim. Okay. You know, whatever it is, I, I did this, this claim paid, this claim denied. But when you think about it as, man, I helped someone or I helped 400 people today. You know, that's, that's just exciting. I, I just love that idea. And I wonder sometimes how do we as individuals and leaders in an organization stop getting complacent with good and slide into that great. And, and Ken used that Jim Collins quote, and I think it's applicable here. But what would you say to, how would we recommend people recognize what's good and know that great is possible? I think that's a really deep question, Mark. Thanks for dropping that one on us. Oh, uh, moving from good to great. Uh, I think the results are a great, great way of gauging that, right? You know. And the culture that stems from that, 
to differentiate between good and great is a lot in the eyes of the holder. And I think that's where this high impact work comes in is um, really understanding the impact of what you're going to do. And that's going to help drive you to great over good. And I, that's, yeah, I'll run right there with you. The, the impact piece yeah. of it, right? Because yeah. it's it's easy for us to spend our days doing things that don't make a difference for anybody, for anything, yeah. for any, you know, it's just busy work, right? We, we're all familiar with busy work. But when you're focused on the stuff that makes a difference, you know, I think that's a major element there, Mark, takes you from good to just unstoppably great, uncommonly great. Uncommon. Uh, well, you know, it's like I could easily get lost in my email all day. Oh, I can easily just do that all day. And that's good. And I help people get stuff progressed. But if it, but if I can block an hour to be creative and thoughtful, that's actually when I feel like I'm doing high impact work. It's really taking away the distractions of the immediate coming at you and being able to put it all in order, I think. I love how you ended on that because when we're talking about the uncommon leadership playbook, I think that difference between good and great is very uncommon. And those individuals who are able to lead at that level, you know, by the way, everything we work on is good. Otherwise, we probably wouldn't be working on it. Now, if you're working on bad work, I would just suggest stop right away. Yes. Change your focus, right? So everything's good, but it's distinguishing that top 20% that's going to drive back the 80% of the results that we hope for. That's when we start to tap into that great zone. And I think it's really important. And I thought Ken did a great job forming that into uh, an element for us to consider. I have a question. Mark, what's your great zone? Yeah, well, you know what? I think that's that's an interesting way to look at it. I think that my great zone would exist when I'm able to collaborate with talented leaders and individuals and then have the freedom to start and execute on something. And so it's, it's bringing great ideas to life. It's the strategy that underpins them and the success. And, and I will tell you that I recognize that me alone is not a force to be reckoned with, but me with the right people around me become unstoppable and very uncommon. And so that's, that's what I typically tend to look for when I, when I think about that. That's a good answer, Mark. Well, thank you, Amy. <laughs> so now, <laughs> so when we, we also think about where we're going in this particular conversation, we, we really spoke to recognizing the value of having a highly engaged team. Highly, Ken said something like this, highly engaged teams automatically do high impact work, whether you tell them to or not. Let's define that a little bit, because if I'm a leader listening to this, I want to know what does high engagement look like and how does that manifest itself? Yeah, it's, it's interesting to think about that, because as a leader, your impact is sometimes just helping others do their job, right? But do it to the best of their ability. But it's exponential impact, right? You look at Ken as his example is he sees the need in his associates, whatever it might be, and he goes and fills that need for them so that they can then go and do their high impact work. And you know, when you, you get 30, 40 people working underneath you, you're impacting them and the impact that they're making is just exponentially grown from there. I love that thought and that idea that as leaders, it brings back an exponential return. Yeah, that's very good. And it also talks to why we don't wanna build silos or lead in, you know, kind of in our own little world without including other people in there. Because I believe that multiplication happens the more you're able to build bridges with other people on your team, with other departments, 
and you get that collective energy moving forward. And it really does propel everyone forward a lot faster than normally would happen. Absolutely. Let's talk about this. When are some examples on your team that you've seen this brought to life? Well, I really want my team to be able to articulate what their impact is and what their high impact is. And I think we've talked about this podcast before doing big three and saying, these are the three areas I'm going to make impact this week. And so that's really, and I think by being able to talk about it and articulate it and check in on it midweek, I think that helps you make sure you're on the right path. Cause I think it's really easy to get caught up into something that isn't high impact. And so by writing it down and committing to each other, what we're going to do that week, that is um, how I try to make sure everyone knows um, that they're all, everyone's aligned, everybody knows that their work is valuable, and that everybody knows what they're going to do to make sure that this firm is better at the end of the week than it was at the beginning of the week. And that's really what we want. For my team, you know, the Claims XM team, I, I feel like they're a giant locomotive, right, with tons and tons of train cars behind them. And they are just a force to be reckoned with. But when there's blockers, when there's things that come in and get in the way, when there's a major problem that comes up that needs some assistance, removing blockers, getting out of the way so that they can be as amazing as they are, right? That's, for me, that's where I'm able to contribute that impact is remove those blockers, get out, get the things out of their way so that they can do what they are amazing at doing. From then on, I'm a cheerleader encouraging them on the way and uh, trying to prevent anything else that, that could stop them. It's great to see them when they're operating at 110%, which is most of the time. It's, I think most people here at Signature are like that. They just really operate within and even beyond themselves to, to produce just truly high impactful work. Yeah, I agree. And, and, and what I really appreciate is that high impact work comes back to something that we were talking about earlier. It's, it's joy. It's actually making a deeper connection with the work that's ahead of us. It's a joy to serve our clients better. It's a joy to serve each other better. And when we can clue into doing high impact work, you give everybody an opportunity to find that joy in their work, no matter what the function or what the the element or nature of their, their job is. Well, team, this has been a great conversation and I'm so grateful to Ken and I'm so grateful to both of you. Let's end with a final parting thought and call to action. First, final thought, how do we best find joy in our work and how would we challenge our listeners to do high impact work and find that joy? One of the things I started doing in 2022 that's helped me is I do my win of the day and I write it in my notebook. And then at the end of the week, I pick my win of the week. And I think that helps me feel like I've, it helps me track what my impact was so I can articulate it, but it also encourages me at the end of the day. So I feel, I feel like I know I've done something that made something better today. Join you guys, all the listeners can join me in win of the week can send them to us. We'd love to hear your wins of the week. Uh, For me, I I would say really dive into your strengths, figure out which ones really fill you up, right? For me, sitting with a whiteboard and a problem to solve and just strategizing with people on how do we make this work? How do we fix this problem? uh, That's like the highlight of my life, (laughs) just being there strategizing. It's so much fun. Um, so really dive into your strengths, figure out what it is that you really love to do, and then find a way to incorporate that into your daily life. Oh, that's great. And, and I would just simply add to those two really good suggestions. 
is just sitting down with a trusted ally at work and saying, what was it like to be on the other side of me this week? And so whether I have good weeks or bad weeks, I always solicit that feedback and just understanding what was that like. And sometimes I can learn a lot about myself through the process of what I was doing and getting kind of that 360 feedback. Um, and so that may be a place for listeners to start as well. Team, it's been great hanging out with you. Thanks a million for being on the edge with me. And thanks to Ken for joining in the conversation this week. I appreciate you all very much. Thank you, Mark. Goodbye, everybody. Have a good week. Signature Performance is the foremost leader in healthcare administration. Your work advancing our mission is transforming healthcare in the U.S. Signature is bringing together the best and brightest in healthcare. Discover opportunities at www.signatureperformance.com slash careers and be inspired to build an uncommon career that matters.